Anyway, eventually, after about five or ten minutes, he then went, where's the any calculate? I was like, nah, I'm good, thanks. I am good. I am high on life, mate. Cheers, though. Hello, welcome to episode two of Two Pals on a Pod. We're back. We've made it to episode two. Fantastic news. How are you doing? I'm good, Ed. You know what? I'm struggling a bit because the clocks have gone back this week, haven't they? And I'm not really enjoying it. Earlier. It's a uni lifestyle that must be sort of taking a toll on, on you as well because it's that combination of you're trying to live a you know a dynamic uni lifestyle, but you've also got the darker season coming in. How does that feel? <laughs> I'm not sure dynamic is the word I'd use. I kind of feel like I'm stumbling from day to day at this point. Drinking does that. Drinking <laughs> Drinking certainly makes you tumble. I can attest for that. Uh, no, I, I, feel, I always feel that there's only two groups of people that particularly enjoy this time of year goths and people in relationships yep and are you either of those uh <laughs> do we do, do we discuss that on here i'm not sure <laughs> you're not a goth not a goth can confirm um we've sort of gone off on a bit of a tangent as we do but um we do we do want to say at the start of this episode thank you so much for the support on the on the first podcast mm-hmm. we're trying to make it to 100 subscribers so if you want to be in the first group of 100 and uh, then do obviously click that little subscribe button down below and we're now on spotify and apple podcasts as well so you can go listen to us there in the link in the description on youtube um today i was having well not not today but over the last few days i've had my sort of shower thoughts uh, as i do and uh, mm. I was thinking, would you ever sell pictures uh, of your chest or feet or any nude-related imagery? Would you ever do that? I think you can tell from the existential dread in my eyes right now. Um, <laughs> I'd like to say that I think that if you're single, I think I'd totally go for it. And obviously there was a bit of drama in our family group chat last Christmas. No, oh, the parents weren't, weren't sending them to you, were they? No. <laughs> Wrong group chat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Finger slipped. Finger slipped. (laughs) Absolutely not. But we've got like a wide family group chat between um, like our close family and then cousins and aunts and uncles on my mum's side. Um, And it did all come out in there that one of my, I think she was 17 actually, so it's incredibly wrong, I think, at that age as well. From a legal perspective, just come back that. With my legal hands on. She'd been earning a lot of money on OnlyFans uh, from that. I can't remember exactly how it came about. At 17, yeah, I won't, obviously won't use her, her name, but she was she was raking it in. Um, and it came out last, I remember last Christmas, because um, we used to go around to their house for Boxing Day. It was particularly, particularly um, awkward. It's just one of those things where somebody finds out about a secret, and then it's a matter of time, isn't it? Because people out there have big mouths. Yeah, um, some people I, do, yeah. She was, I mean, she was, she was single. Literally, my only parameter for whether it's okay or not okay is whether you're single or not. And even if you're in a relationship, and your boyfriend or girlfriend gives her permission, then why not? I think if you've got it, flaunt it. If you don't have it, keep it to yourself. And I'll pay <laughs> you to keep it to yourself. Um, but not that I, I would, and I've never personally pay for that. Um, no, I, I don't really understand why why you would. I don't really get it. To no. be honest with you. It's never been my thing, but it's, yeah. it's just a picture as well. It's just a picture. If it was a GIF, you would. Is that what you're saying? If, <laughs> if it was an NFT, if it was an NFT, I would. I'd pay for an NFT. <laughs> You know, you've got the rarity aspect there, sell it on and everything. And obviously with my student financial situation at the minute, I don't really have the funds to be paying for a picture of somebody's chest or whatever. If I came to you and I went, you know, just I really want to see a picture of your your chest, come on. If I came to you and said that, and I'm like, you know, how much would it take for you to do that? What, 20 quid? 30 quid? 50? I think it would be entirely dependent upon the plans that I had for that week and how much money I needed in the sense that if I'm going out tomorrow... And I want to, want to have a good time, pay for a club ticket, a couple of drinks or whatever, bottle of wine, etc. Then 
whatever I need, I'll extort from you, and then I'll be done with you. You probably get a, a block as well after. So I don't want. I don't want you coming back. I don't want you coming back. Keep them wanting more. It's almost like it's happened, hasn't it? I was it's about to say like it's happened. almost like it's happened before. It's interesting. Was it just a chest picture or feet or what? <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows that my biggest phobia is feet. It's the worst. It's the worst body part by none, and there's some terrible body parts in there, and I'm including them all. Feet Ooh. are the worst. You couldn't pay me enough for me to get my feet out. I'm not having that. Keep well, them away. What's wrong, with, what's wrong with feet? I just associate them. Maybe this is me, you know, regarding my own feet. Very clammy. Very, <laughs> I mean, they're just dirty. By nature, they're dirty. You know, there's a reason why you put them in socks. And everybody <laughs> wears socks. Nature. There's a reason why. Um, so, yeah, no, that's not a bit of me. But, in, yeah, in the past, I think, I think it was a night I had with you, actually, back home a couple of summers ago. We were going on a night out together. I needed the funds for it. And obviously the opportunity arose as these, you know, the stars aligned in a sense, didn't they? Yeah. And I, I think I needed, it was about, only about 20 to 30 quid, I think I needed. <laughs> so yeah, give me any, anything you find down the back of the sofa, transfer it across. Bank transfer. Um, was it bank transfer or PayPal? Um, it was, I think it was bank transfer. I didn't think was it was PayPal at the time. I'd love to go back and see what the reference was though. But you know, when you transfer <laughs> yeah. money, you have to the reference what else. Like, what's it? Chest pick? Chest yeah. pick. Who knows? Because uh, the bank can see that. So, oh yeah, of course you know. they can. If I was well, a bank and I was seeing somebody shelling out for chest pick after chest pick after chest pick, I'd stage an intervention. <laughs> I think you'd probably need to, wouldn't you? At that point, I mean, how much do, do people have? Like a monthly budget on how much they're going to spend on chest picks? <laughs> Is that sort of factored into the spreadsheet or what? Because I just I can't imagine ever doing it. No, I'm much more a fan of. It being in person rather than just a picture. I don't think it's worth it. Why are you spending money on that? Put that money into a date, you know, go yeah, to a nice, nice restaurant. Something more worthwhile, you know. Invest it in stocks. Get in Bitcoin. That's still going, isn't it? Bitcoin's still a thing. You <laughs> dabble in that. still going. <laughs> that's still a thing. That fake I mean, money yeah, and all that. It's, it's at an all-time high, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, it's, it is still a thing. Um, but <laughs> I, just, I just think the whole... I think it's become such a normalised thing now, isn't it? You know, mm. selling either a picture or... You know, people do the only only fans thing. It's become such a big thing now, hasn't it? I just uh, personally, I could never, could never do it. Could you ever be in no. a relationship with someone who was doing like only fans or something like that? No, I think my my big thing, not to get too deep with the relationship, the big thing is all about exclusivity, isn't it? That's what only fans is in a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exclusive if you pay this much a month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so no, I can't. I can never. I could never understand paying for it myself. But maybe that's because I'm cash strapped myself, and I'm having, you know. I go to Tesco's and my car's bouncing when I could try and get a meal deal at this point. Oh, um, God, we're, going to, we're going to be asking for donations next week. Okay, shall we set, we'll set a Patreon up just, we'll set a Patreon. Just, to keep me, just to keep me in food, please? Um, but no, birthday's approaching as well, so that'll keep us afloat for, for a bit. But when it comes to paying, I can't understand that. When it comes to selling, quite liberating, I imagine. Um, mm, yeah. And without that, without this as a concept, I wouldn't have been on that night out with you, and I'm sure we had a good time. Exactly. 50-year-old um, man behind a a faceless grinder profile to thank for that particular night of memories so <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the v, thanks for the vks, thanks for the VKs. <laughs> I'm, I'm in agreement with you to be honest i can't say it's something that i'd be comfortable with i think like like i say a relationship to me and relationships i'd want to be in it's about exclusivity and it's about you know keeping these things private between one another that's what it's yeah. about and you know if i just randomly started you know sending pictures new pictures to some other person then mm. that would probably be a problem for the person I was in a relationship with. Just because there's a transaction of money doesn't become acceptable for me within my relationships. But everyone else, 
Each to your own. Send as many as you want around. Whip them around the whole group chat. <laughs> if you want to get them out, you know, get them out. Yeah, you know, it's just up to you. All it can be them. very liberating if you've got your partner's permission, if you've got a partner, that is. Um, other than that, no, not for me. Swerve me with that. <laughs> uh, another thought I was having this week. I'm full of thoughts. And these are can I just, many Can I raise thoughts. a point? Go on. Why are you thinking about nudes in the shower? Well, this is just one of those things. I'm thinking, you know, what, what can we talk about on the podcast this week? Oh, I know. Only yeah. fans. It's a great you catch a, catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, don't you? That's oh, what it was, a reflection. I could do only fans. <laughs> Let's not get deluded, though. Let's not get deluded. You've got a cracking body. I think, oh, I think, you know what, you've got the YouTube channel, you've got the platform there, you've got the podcast coming off of that now here. Why not get an OnlyFans as well and just really maximise the product? Because at the end of the Good day, point. the product is you. This guy. That, That's what it is. That wow. and the rest of it as well. More than the face. Exactly. The whole body. Let's monetize the whole body. The package. The full package. Yeah, well, it's full. It is full. <laughs> um, I, like I said, I was thinking about uh, psychic readings, okay? And this is something mm. that we mentioned, I think, but whilst we were planning the show, we wanted to maybe yeah. touch on, because I think psychic readings are such an interesting thing. Some people are massively mm. for them. Some people are yeah. massively against them, thinking a load of rubbish. Mm. You probably yeah. guess which category I'm in. Um, but what, what do probably. you think? What are your thoughts on psychic yes. readings? I've never had one myself. No, me neither. And it's obviously it's quite a pertinent issue. Hence why I brought it with you. So I've got a, a friend at, at uni um, who has the psychic or has a psychic reading, you know, once in a while and whatnot. And I just, I, a recent convert to the psychic cause in the sense that there's just no way. I had this friend go see a psychic and the psychic said so X, Y, and Z and hit the nail on the head basically. And there's no way that a psychic could know about what was going on in my friend's life without, you know, you could say, oh, they use social media and they look at this and they look at that. There's absolutely no way that she could have um, seen that on social media and then gone, oh yeah, by the way, there's this guy that's going to come into your life or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, or get rid of him. He's no good for you, whatever. There's no so, way that she'd have known about that. And since then, I've had another friend go see the same psychic who once again hit the nail on the head. So they must be able to read minds is what we're saying. I think this particular psychic in particular has a gift. That's all I'm saying. Because otherwise, what, what other rational explanation is there for that? I mean, you can I'd have read to go, people, you know, though. Well, that's the thing. You know that reading people is a thing. It's, you know, Darren Brown does it, for example. Lots of like magicians yeah, so and those good. type of guys do reading, cold readings, they call it. Yeah, you yeah. basically try and get information out of people without them realising they're giving you information. And you sort of say things vague, people latch on to them. And before yeah, you yeah. know it, you're slowly sort of teasing it out of them. I think, if anything, I think that in itself is a, is a skill. Like Darren Brown is like magnificently like impressive. I've seen lots of his documentaries and, and whatnot. And I'd love to go see him. But I mean, it does, I think... There's only one way to solve this little conundrum we've got here. I go see her myself. Or we, we go see her. We go, we go see her. We'll go see yes. her. We'll go see yes. her. And do um, a podcast either afterwards or during or something we could like do that. Like, we could do a debrief because you, you can like take notes and obviously you go see, and the thing is you see her over Zoom as well, which obviously if we're following this kind of line of inquiry, which is she extracts information out of you, she can't particularly like read your body language that well over Zoom. So there's that kind of aspect to it. I'm becoming more and more of a believer in this. And there's only one way to settle it. And that's, I don't know if she'd do like two on one or where we'd have to go in individually, but you can take little notes and everything. And um, and we'll see, because I think it's quite fascinating in any other walk of life, say without the, the pod and, you know, everything would be completely against going to see somebody like that because I'd rather not know it's kind of the whole would you like to know how you're going to die thing absolutely not would you want to know what's just around the corner in your life no spontaneity is that it's a spice of life isn't it, it is I'd it rather is not know 
I'd rather not know. But so, what exactly is she, does she do then? She predicts like how you're going to die, or like people coming into your life, or does uh, she just generally talk? Is that what it is? <clears throat> from what I can glean from it, um, she knows what's going on in your life at the moment. So whether there's that romantic interest there, whether they're worth it, what's going on in their own lives, and she can also contact the dead. Um, wow, she can contact. That is speak. incredible. You know, she's trans life. Mm-hmm. Trans I life. She's she's in the afterlife. She's in this life. She's everywhere. Can you chat to everyone? It's brilliant. She's probably I, on this call. <laughs> I once uh, saw a séance for Michael Jackson. Okay, it was on the God Channel, and yeah. uh, I, we were flicking. I think we must have been watching a film as a family. We were just flicking through the channels. I don't know. We've obviously got to one of the big numbers on the channels. God Channel came up, and it Go was Derek Akora. <laughs> no, just still waiting to catch that one. Uh, we were, it was Derek Akora. <laughs> sat around the table with like some Michael Jackson impersonators and fans of Michael Jackson. And they're all sat holding their hands. And he's there going, I'm summoning Mike, MJ, but Michael, oh, oh, he's not quite feeling it. Give him, give him a minute. He's just warming up. And it's all this like <laughs> massive show. And it's just, it's a load of rubbish. It's a load Did of he get up and start moonwalking? <laughs> <laughs> not quite, but he tries to impersonate him. He puts a little no. voice, because obviously Derek Akora is like Scouse. And he starts, hello, it's Ma- Michael here. Can you speak to my friends for me? And he just starts putting on this voice of Michael Jackson. It's ridiculous. And you've got all these no. impersonators sat around. There. One of them starts crying because they think they're actually in contact with Michael Jackson. So one of them starts crying like that whilst, no. whilst they're all holding hands. It's absolute nonsense. It's bizarre. When you think about that, what Derek Acora is doing as a complete act, essentially, I think that's what we're pointing towards. That to me, like, it's completely bizarre. How caught up in your own shit do you have to be to do that? The, the whole Derek Akora thing, I just, um, he's dead now, by the way. Um, still not made contacts. Yeah, he's, he's dead. Um, hasn't been in touch. Bit gutted. But he, he always Sad seems to just, just happens to get in touch with people's family members. It's incredible the way he does it. He's sat there, he's like, I'm getting a D, D, D. Dan, Daniel, Donovan. Yeah, Donovan. <laughs> yes, he got a, Yeah, he died. He was called Donovan, wasn't he? Motorbike accident. Yeah. And he just so, you know, he just randomly sort of picks people out of a crowd. I'm not, I don't buy into it at all. I don't buy no. into it. I think it's a load of rubbish. Yeah. I don't, I think we, we have to get there and see what's what, what she says, et cetera, et cetera. Especially if you're such a skeptic, because you won't be the first skeptic that she's dealt with as well. Yeah. Because I imagine there's quite a lot of skeptics out there, because I think if you're looking at it rationally, it shouldn't make sense, but it's one of those things that, to me, having had two people that are very close to me go to this one person in particular um, and go and say, yeah, she said this, she said there's no way she'd know, she contacted my dead great-grandma or whatever, and she was crying and things like that, I think is, is, is pretty amazing. It, it's, it's 30 quid per head, though. 30 um, quid, so Jesus. Patreon, Patreon content, I think. Patreon <laughs> content. Um, but definitely, but yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there for that. I love that. I, I, I'm also obviously not a fan of the whole exploiting people who have lost people, that kind of thing, because, you know, if it is not true, which is my belief that it's a load of rubbish, um, then it is, you know, exploiting people. I get that it, it does have a calming effect on some people. Some people find it quite nice to have been in yeah. contact and to have had that moment with a family member or whatever to speak to them, supposedly. Um, but then I just think, you know, you're charging people quite a lot of money. I, I think some people pay more than that as well. Um, yeah. to try and talk to dead people supposedly I just it, it, it rubs me up the wrong way for, to try and make a career out of that kind of thing but I guess people are uh, people have different ways of doing it I'm just trying to think who who is dead from my life 
that would actually want to want to talk to me. There's not really that many people that have died that I know. Not haven't really suffered that much grief, that much loss. So who's going to be there? Who's going to be lining up? I mean, I hope I hope Princess Di makes an appearance because <laughs> long-term viewers of the the pilot and the the last episode will know that I do tend to always mention Princess Di, the people's princess. What would she have to say? I'm very intrigued. So it'd be worth that for the 50, the thirty quid alone, I think. And it's interesting how the, they always just happen to be available at the time that they're needed. It's interesting, <laughs> that isn't it? Oh, what we want we want, want to bring you a great uncle. Okay, <laughs> Gavin, Gavin, <laughs> Gavin. Here. He just put the oven on, but he's coming. Gavin can't join us right now. He's having a coffee with JFK up in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I'm not buying into it. It's just, there's too many uh, different things that just make me go, no, it's a load of rubbish. There's no logic to it. I want evidence, no. I want logic, not just, oh, mm. I can chat to dead people. Give me 20 quid. We'll get, we'll get you there. We'll see if you, you know, we'll have a little debrief immediately after. Yeah, we'll I see, mean, we'll see what you think. Yeah, I also want to do that with a night out at some point as well, where we, we mm. go on a night out and do a podcast afterwards and just sort of like break it down, like analyse the night out afterwards. I think that'll be good. <laughs> that'll be was she good. making eyes at me? Was she not making eyes at me? <laughs> What's going on? They're always yeah. making eyes. People do in clubs. People do. People do. But I would like to do that. I think that would be a good sort of, you know, post night out chats like you know sort of analysis type thing. I think that'd be quite good. I would also uh, I was also thinking uh, in the week about um would you legalize drugs all drugs if we were sort of you know going moving forward in, in into the future i think mm-hmm. that's perhaps where we're heading you know luxembourg for example just legalized weed um and i think you know perhaps we're shifting towards that um you know around the world that kind of thing america's big into it canada whatever would you legalize mm-hmm. all drugs would you legalize specific drugs what's what's your thoughts i on think this? i think all drugs is a is a stretch. I think Ooh. I'd only legalize the ones that I use or have been known to use. Weed, I don't. The only problem I have with weed is the smell. I thought you were going to say the price. I want it to be cheaper. Have I ever brought my own weed? No. Am I that guy that goes to a house party standing in the corner of a room who refuses to leave the room until the joint gets passed to them? Yes, that's <laughs> what I am. Pass the joint around. You know, I'm, I'm fifteenth in the queue for this joint or whatever that's Ooh. been passed around. Unhygienic. Um, so I do. I I'd legalize. I don't have a problem. It's a smell, but who cares about that? Um, do you know? Here we go. Can you guess? So UK wide, what the UK's capital of weed is, like consumption wise and like growth wise. Where's the UK's hub of weed? What in you terms of city? It. Yeah. What town? Um, in terms of weed, Manchester. Mm. No, where is it? Tell you, tell you. High Wickham. High Wickham doesn't make sense. High High Wickham. There's a joke. It's not a joke. No, no, it's true. I looked it up. High Wickham. High Wickham. There's a joke that says that the um, the snow never settles on the roofs of High Wickham. (laughs) Obviously, people (laughs) are growing weed there. Um, So yeah, you go. You probably go to. I've never been to High Wickham, but you probably go there. The air smells of weed. This is what our pro weed future will look like. I think we need to get someone to look into that. I think we need someone to fact check you. Fact check you there. Is High Wickham the capital uh, of weed in the UK? Hopefully, maybe, maybe one day when we're really big, we'll have people from High Wickham listening. I mean, they might be a bit spaced out and a bit blazed, (laughs) but they'll be listening. They can confirm that for us. I'd have that. I'd have poppers are legal. Uh, They are legal. I'd have them state subsidised, so everybody that wants to stick that up their nose can. 
um, because I think gay people were persecuted for long enough that we now need reparations for that, and that starts with state-subsidised poppers. <laughs> I mean, I, it's an interesting one. I can't see it maybe... I don't know if it passes as a policy. Uh, Get it in the manifesto. If, I'm not sure if it would be voted through, uh, but it's an interesting one. I mean, there is, I think there is an argument to legalise all drugs. I think there's an argument. You look at what's happened in Portugal. They've set up centres where people can take a hit of heroin that's not going to kill them, and that will just give them the high, just give them the hits. And if you actually want to save lives, there's a strong argument to suggest you legalise them and actually stop persecuting and prosecuting mm. uh, people mm. with addictions. And instead, let's help so. them. You know, if you want a bit of heroin, go get a bit of heroin. Legalise all drugs except spice, because obviously being part of the being part of the, the lot of people in, in college that were running the Freshers' Week this year at uni... We had a flat of them that decided, you know, first night out at uni, we're going to go to this club in Durham, which is basically a glorified shed. And we're going to go there. But what we're going to do in the flat before being walked down by us, the people that were running the Freshers' Week, was do spice, which is like a synthetic kind of drug that you smoke that's most popular in prisons, right? Most oh, popular right. in prisons. Because uh, it's quite easy to smuggle in. Up the arse. Very, very potent. <laughs> very, very... Yeah, take some... Sniff some poppers and then... Oh, there, bam. <laughs> Easy as that, just relaxes you a little. Um, but they thought, you know what, we'll take a drink, and it comes, it's quite intense, and then you have periods of low intensity, and then bam, you're back at 100 again. But it turns you absolutely loopy. And basically, one of our neighbours, when I lived, I lived away from home for a bit before coming to uni, and we lived in like an apartment block, and one of the neighbours uh, was known to use spice quite a lot. Um, and he fell to his death because he thought that the quad in between, in the middle of the... Uh, um, the apartment block is like a little quad and the balcony obviously everybody had a balcony and he thought apparently that um the quad was like an olympic swimming pool and that he was diving doing some kind of synchronized diving thing or something oh, so God. he just dived off because he'd done the spies he just dived off the balcony dead all and that was your spies. neighbor the neighbor guy next door yeah guy next door so um, did you and obviously, see it happen here it happened a little thud no, oh no, so I, just, I just <laughs> i just got off a little splash maybe who knows <laughs> um i just yeah i was there 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 dive um no, I just got off the bus and I was walking up to the house when I think three or four ambulances and police cars whizzed past and I thought, oh God. It's an area in Leeds in which that happens a lot in terms of police presence. So I thought, oh, you know, another normal day in, in this particular area. And then they turned down the street where we were living and I thought, oh my God, what's going on? What's going on here? And that's that's what happened. And I mean, dealing with the guys in, in, in the Freshers' Week, um, they were an absolute nightmare as well, doing runners left, right and centre and whatnot. Spice is a no-no. A no on spice, but yes no to spice. everything else. Especially heroin, especially heroin in controlled amounts. Mm, I mean, it's got potential to save lives. And if that's what the aim is, then, you know, tax it, whatever. And, you know, put that money towards helping people is what we're saying. You've charmed me. You've charmed me. Charmed me. That's what I do naturally. People, Have you, you ever know... been propositioned um, with drugs or after a night out or anything like that? Because I've had people in nightclubs... I've had people outside nightclubs say, do you want something to me before? I remember I was in a nightclub and I was asked um, if I wanted Coke in, in the nightclub. Mm -hmm. he, he sort of sizzled up to me and um, he he basically started a conversation with me. I must have been by myself for some reason, you know, just sort of living free, you know, rocking the dance floor or whatever. And he just came up to me and he sort of um, started to chat, you know, oh, what uni are you at? Oh, oh all, all that kind of thing. What's, uh, what subject are you doing? All that. What are you studying? And uh, anyway, eventually, got, after about five or ten minutes, he then went, first of all, any coke, mate? I was like, nah, I'm good, thanks. I am good. I am high on life, mate. Cheers, though. 
I've never, I mean, I... I've never heard of a dealer with such dead chat. It's like, what's your name? Where are you from? What are you studying? Which uni do you go to? What's your star sign? Hello. By the way, do you want a bag? Before popping the question, he sort of floated. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he's tried to sort of build up a rapport, which is an interesting sales technique, but not one I fell for. But I, I do also like in nightclubs, um, I'm a cubicle user because during... Me too, thing about, me too. And glad, glad we can agree on this. And uh, the thing about a night out is when everyone's drunk, the last thing I want is have my back turned to a bunch of drunk people coming in out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm now in my todger out, having, you know, urinating or whatever. And yeah. so the re- I'm going to the cubicle. It's my little safe space just for True. 20, 30 seconds, relieve myself and, you know, stay zen and all that. And then I can go back into the dance floor. But what I'm saying is when you queue up for the cubicles, obviously yeah. a lot of people that are queuing up for the cubicles are queued up for different reasons. You yeah, might yeah, see yeah. two guys just happen to go in there and it could be it's, for any reason that they're doing it's that. 20, it's 2021. <laughs> they could be doing it for any... They could be. For any reason in particular. But generally, it's drug-related. <laughs> I've never I've never been propositioned in a club, but I have, because I, too, am a cubicle user, and I'm glad this is a safe space for those of us that can't or won't use urinals. For me, it's stage fright, personally. And also, yeah, I don't want somebody stage else inadvertently... Fright. I don't want somebody else inadvertently pissing on my shoe from the the urinal next door like stay away stay away so cubicle bam lock the door if there is a lock sometimes yeah, there isn't. sometimes there's open, not open door policy but i'm in there and then it happens in spoons all the time where they they assume because i'm a young man using a cubicle they think i'm snorting something so every time i use a cubicle in spoons i often get patted down on the way out and one time it happened yeah the first time it happened was in my first year and i come out the cubicle it's a big six foot five Bald bouncer, but like a Britishness house, and he was paying me down. So kind of, kind of just pay. Just wanted a feel. He just wanted a feel. That's all. He was checking you out. He was a bouncer with. What's he packing? And I said, <laughs> lots of baggage, lots of baggage. And I said, yeah, mate, I'm sorry. I just can't use the urinals. I get stage fright. And I was there, like in a comp- in a compromised position because I kind of spread myself out as he's patting me down. You know, arms out, legs out, whatever. And I had to plead, I was like, I'm sorry, mate, I just can't use a cubicle. I get a stage for it. I can't Why should you have to explain for. yourself, though? If you want to use a cubicle, let, me, let you use a cubicle. Yeah, you know I don't mean? know why. I don't Ridiculous. know why. I don't like that power dynamic, you know? The thing about uh, cubicles and nights out is they also get really, really dirty as well. Like, by the end of the night, there's, like, some people put bottles in, in the toilets oh. and stuff like that. What are you playing at? Like, it's not like, you know, you just put them on the side. Some people, Most people just put them on the floor. <laughs> like, why is it? Why have you put them... You know, down the toilet. Why are you trying to even put them in the toilet? Get a grip, honestly. Especially when, if, you, if you're in a club, I'm thinking about the clubs I go to, if you're drinking a bottle or something, just stick it on the floor. Stick is that, is that what floor. people do around the country? Do people do that then? Is that every club or is that just the club that I go to? Like, Because I don't really uh, know what the dynamic is. No, that's certainly my experience with, with clubs as well, is that you just, if you've got a bottle, just stick it on the floor. I wouldn't do that in um, any other environment other than, and I, I don't even know if I do it in a night, I'm trying to think what I do. I don't know if I do put them on the floor or not. I'll recycle them. I'll take them outside, recycle. Maybe. I mean, if, if the DJ's shit, you can always stick it on his decks because, I mean, <laughs> we've been on a few nights out where the DJs have left a lot to be desired. I've been on many nights out at uni where the DJs left a lot to be desired. I mean, who goes to a club and they're like, oh, I really hope that they play the Venga Boys tonight or S Club 7 or Steps. Yeah. Stop playing that music in clubs. Move on. Leave the cheese in the past. Need the cheese in the past. I remember when Gok Wan uh, once DJ'd a night out that I was on, 
I was I was so disappointed. I didn't even go. I didn't go on the night out going, oh, it's Goh Juan, let's go for him. I wasn't thinking that. I didn't even know he was there, to be honest with you. One time Chico turned up as well. I wasn't. I don't think I was there for that Two one. Two for one. But, uh, you know, Goh Juan, he was DJing. And uh, it was just such a strange set list. Like, it wasn't, I was expecting a bit of Mika or something like that. In the end, he started putting those tunes without any lyrics in and all that. It's like, I can't, I can't do uh, all that. Why are you expecting Gok to play Mika? Any reason in, in particular? Um, not really, no. I just no. sort of, uh, just thought he'd be into it, to be honest. Really? Just thought, Tell me just why that is. Have his taste, you know. I like Mika. I'm all into that. All into that. I can be blue. I can be violent. Whatever. All right. Yeah, but I, I, I was so. just expecting a bit more sort of lively music with some lyrics. Give me something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, give me a bit of Mika. I mean, he's got big girls. You are beautiful. The seminal Mika. Head. Some great Good message. Good man. I was there when they did uh, probably same club actually. Did the Dappy the Dappy night? That oh, was amazing. Dappy. Because I remember oh, one of the God. first, you know, I mean, we were talking about nudes earlier. One of the first celebrity nudes I saw was Dappy. Was um, it? And yeah, it was Dappy in somebody's kitchen. And I, in advert, I did not go out seeking to see Dappy naked. Mm, was, sounds like it. When I was playing Club Penguin or whatever back in the day, probably a similar era in my life. And I shit you not. Firstly, Dappy's packing. Dappy's packing. It's Secondly, <laughs> yeah. Might be photo shots. So you don't, need to, you, don't need to, you don't need to seek it out for yourselves now. Secondly, do you know like he used to wear those silly little hats with the ears that would come up? Did it look like that? Yeah, little Did it look like that? No, he had one on. He had one on. What, on he, his... he, was com- he was completely start bullet naked. The only thing he had on was that stupid fucking hat that he used to wear all the time. On his head, the... though, or on his... On his head. On his head. Oh, on his head. Okay, okay. Well, it wouldn't fit down. They need a bigger hat. He would need a bigger <laughs> hat for it to fit down. I'm telling you now. Uh, so it's quite weird seeing him in person. Uh, once again, yeah. had, had a hat on, a similar hat on. That's his trademark. Played No Regrets, particular favourite of mine. Really mm-hmm. good night. And then I think we left halfway through, though, to go to a different room. So. Have you seen any other celeb nudes other than Daffy's? Probably. There was, there was a phase, wasn't there, where there was loads released. Like, what year was that? Because there was a little phase that we went through on Twitter where it, it would just be trending, like, oh, so-and-so's nudes being leaked. And I believe they called it um, the fappening, they called it. Was it? Was that what they called it? Yeah, that, was the, that was the term they used for it. But that was where people were hacking celebrities' iClouds and then yeah. releasing those pictures. So I avoided those on more principles. <laughs> did taylor swift have any that were leaked i hope not i hope she's far too pure for that as, as taylor oh, i don't, I don't think she would ever there's nothing wrong with sending nude pictures to people mm, well there's not is there but if you taylor sent swift, or received any yeah but you know yeah just not, a not a celebrity though not a celebrity just uh just one or two just one or two so that's, that's Accident- accidentally to then. accidentally no, all mine's are, is that my eyes only on Snapchat. There's my little full. <laughs> yeah, you I can't, say it's, can't say it's uh, something I've done. I don't know. It's one of those things. If you're in a secure relationship, then you know, go for it. If that's if that's what you want to do. But it's the digital age, you know, where people are sharing, oversharing everything. Things can get out willy nilly, can't they? I'd be reluctant to uh, <laughs> to send things across the internet, particularly if it's just a casual thing. Have you ever been tempted to? to or has no. Ever been, no. To be honest, no. I mean, I've had a couple of people, you know, send stuff here and there. Um, but, you know, I've never been, I never felt like I would want to. It's just not something. It's like, what am I supposed to send? What, what are people no. wanting us to see? Answers in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, yeah. If, you could see, if you could see one more body part of Ed that you can't see on the screen right now, what would it be and why? 
what would it be and why? Yeah, that's a good point. Send that in to gotproblems at mail.com. That's uh, an official email of the show. Uh, we should also say we are actually planning on doing like a problem segment at the end of the show. So you should actually get your problems in to gotproblems at mail.com. And we'll read those emails out at the end of uh, every show. Um, but uh, I think we should pretty much wrap everything up here. I think we pretty much came full circle there with, with the nudes, uh, the nudes chat. Honestly, nudes obsessed, that when It all comes from your thoughts that you're having in a shower. Yeah, I know. It's just one of those things that you've got to, you know, you've got to sort of look at different conversations. And I think with it becoming such a big to topic of conversation nowadays and become so popular, you know, it's important. Normalised, isn't it? Normal. Exactly, exactly. It's important for us to discuss these topics openly and freely. I just think because we are two individuals with so much wisdom to give, it'd be rude if we just kept that to ourselves, especially if the topic exactly. is particularly relevant today. Exactly. Spread the wisdom to as many people as possible. Go to Nazareth. Spread it. <laughs> okay. Preach it. Preach <laughs> it. If you've got it, if you've got it, spread it. Exactly. And that might actually be the title of this uh, <laughs> of this podcast. If you've got it, spread it. It will definitely be the title of your autobiography, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway. The title of my expose, eh, I think, when somebody comes for me. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for watching or listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. We will see you next week for another episode. Cheers, everyone. Yeah. See you later. Bye.